Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You can't really have somebody coming in who was sort of earmarked as the understudy who's going to come in and learn on the job. You do almost need that plug-and-play Fabinho replacement now, and that feels to me like the alteration in the strategy anyway. And as you also said, Ian, like we're going to be well-versed on some of the midfielders that are knocking around in Europe and indeed world football because God only knows we've needed one for a while. So I wanted to touch on first the... The four names that have been sort of most banded about over the recent days, I mean, James Pierce and Melissa Reddy both mentioned the same four. It was Romeo Lavier, who obviously we know a lot about. Ryan Gravenberch, you mentioned there. Calvin Phillips was an interesting addition to this. And Sofran Amrabat, who obviously had a wonderful World Cup, was the talk of the town, essentially, in January, but didn't move anywhere and seems to remain on the radar anyway. Is there, are those four names, do they lend themselves what you were saying there about getting in a sort of ready-made replacement and also perhaps signing the future one as well? Now, I think certainly with Lavia and Gravenberch, they've obviously followed Gravenberch for a few years and they really like Lavia. So if this ended up signing <clears throat> either those two, if you go back to the old plan or the initial plan, it would quite clearly have been, I think they, 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 they want to sign Lavia, basically. They want to sign him. And then they just go, right, you can go into the squad, you're going to play some games, this, that and the other, and you can be the long-term replacement for Fabinho. And they think they get that sorted. But as we said before, now they're going to have to look and see whether they might need a, a more instant uh, instant fix for the position. Especially, And also the other complication on top of this is, I know we mentioned it before, but say the, the offer actually comes in for Henderson, then they'll definitely need to buy two. And in some ways that might help them. Then they can justify, well, actually, yeah, we can get one for now, we can get one for later and getting them both in. And what possibly would have been their transfer plan for midfield over the next three transfer windows has ended up over happening in one. Hmm. But, you know, they have to be, you, you know, as, as much as you like being proactive in the transfer market, you've also got to be reactive as well. And I think Liverpool are finding that out now because the Saudi interest from Saudi Arabia is just, you know, that it's, it's affecting not just them, but quite a, a number of other squads. Uh, going back to the other two names, both Phillips and Amrabat have been linked in the past and both times Liverpool have distanced themselves from it. I do think, can't see any of them signing for Liverpool, if I'm being perfectly honest. I think Amrabat had a good World Cup, got a good engine, but never sign anybody on the back of a good World Cup, ever. Never do that. I know Liverpool signed Cody Gakpo after a World Cup, but they didn't sign him on the back of it. You know, they've obviously been looking at it for a while. Um, different with Amrabat. Mm. And Calvin Phillips, who I actually think is a good player, and if he'd been at Leeds and wasn't injured, I'd say definitely sign him. But he's spent so much in time injured in the past 12, 18 months. And why on earth would Man City sell to Liverpool? So there's complications with them. There's a couple of other names as well. 
uh, just that Palinia at Fulham. He's 28, and I know Fulham rejected 45 million. But if you think Liverpool think that he's going to be better than Fabinho will be this coming season and the following season after that, and you could possibly get him for 60, then you go, well, actually, yeah, we'll do that. That's the decision they're going to have to make because otherwise you may as well not sell Fabinho and just keep him mm. because you're creating a problem that you don't need to create. And that's something that I think people aren't really considering. If Liverpool do sell Fabinho, they're absolutely convinced they're going to sign somebody else coming in who's going to play. And that's the other thing we can take from it. And there's a lad at uh, Crystal Palace. The name got mentioned yesterday, Czech Decore. Mm -hmm. And it, let's, let's put it this way. I'm pretty sure he's one of the players that Liverpool are looking at. But he's interesting because he's not young, young, like 19 or 21. He's not old, old. Like, well, I wouldn't say old, 28, but certainly older for a, an FSG signer, shall we say. They don't really sign players over 25. 23. He's had a year in the Premier League. Mm -hmm. He would cost, I think... Palace spent 21 million on him, and the way things are just going, I think it'd probably be 55, 60. But again, if Liverpool think he can be better than Fabinho straight away, and if also he's a lot younger than Palinho, he could be somebody that they're looking at. But as I say, Liverpool are looking at an awful lot of players, so nearly every player you see get mentioned is like, well, possibly, you know, because they they have to. It's as simple as that. It's it's, it's you know, I'm not saying beggars can't be choosers, but they have to. Look at everything. And I wrote a piece yesterday saying that, you know, Jörg Schmadke is in a bit of a difficult situation because he might have to look outside the normal FSG remit. I think since Shakiri signed in 2018, they've only had one outfield player. They've signed who's over 25. That was Thiago. He was CE. And you'd, you'd argue that he was the kind of icing on the cake, cherry on the top. Not a luxury mm. player, but he was somebody no. he didn't need, but it's somebody that would, would be able to do a job and has done when he's been fit. Um, but this is different. They need they might need to go outside the profile to get somebody in who a necessity. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and the Tiago one for me, it always felt like that old saying: you can't look a gift horse in the mouth. And when you get somebody of the quality of Tiago sort of offered to you on a plate for the kind of price you were talking about, it just felt like an opportunity you couldn't really pass up on. And clearly, Liverpool felt the same. I wanted to ask you: you mentioned the Corve there, and also Paulinho as well. They're at, they're different ages essentially; they're in different age profiles entirely. In terms of your preference, I guess, or your opinion on it, where would you sort of sit on that? Because Liverpool could go and sign sort of a, a one-slash-two-season stopgap, or they could go and sign a 23-year-old who could do it for the next five, six, seven years. Where would you sort of sit on that? Because I suppose in both instances, you'd still need the understudy. You still might need the Romeo Lavia or the Ryan Gravenberg to sort of to give this other person rest, I guess. So... What would you like to see Liverpool go and do? Is it a Paulinho or even an Amrabat for a season or two? Or is it someone like a Decore? problem you've got there is, don't forget they've got Bashketic. Mm. And he's and he's obviously a youngster who they really like. And you, you know the, the Liverpool fans have got the benefit of having seen him play. And he obviously, he knocked Fabinho out the team back in January and February. So that tells you the, kind of the, the, the potential that he's got and what he can achieve. So they don't want to block his path. So... I can't see them signing someone like the 23-year-old Decore and Lavia because that would just block Vasquez yeah. completely. So they do have a decision to make on that. It'd be made, as I said before, it'd be made a lot easier. For, okay, I'm not saying Henderson should go, but it would be made easy for them in their minds if Henderson goes because then they need two players. Right, we can crack on with this and they can justify getting in a younger one and an older one because Thiago, you know, he's not going to play a lot. I know he's a different, slightly different position in defensive, and he's not a defensive midfielder, but with Milner having gone, Kate and Oxley Chamberlain, who, whether what they did on the pitch or not, is almost irrelevant to the impact they've got around the place and the experience that they've got, which they've obviously imparted on a lot of other players. If you're losing Fabinho, which it looks like they are, and possibly mm-hmm. Henderson, suddenly it's like, hang on, five of our most five five oh five most experienced midfielders have all gone. Like who's passing on the knowledge? Because they've all played Liverpool under Klopp for years in that midfield. And I know there's Players like Curtis Jones, who, who I suspect is going to have a really good season. He can, but he's only 22. Harvey Elliott's only 20. Uh, and the two new lads, the, you know, they're, they're still trying to you know, learn the first names about the players in <laughs> Germany. So, uh, you know, we uh, that's the situation Liverpool are in. So it's going to be interesting, as you say, the Saudi Arabian clubs not coming for any of the players. Liverpool, the only debate they'd be having now is, well, when do we try and sign Lavia or Gramberg? Should we try and sign them now or do we try to put a deal in? Now it's like, oh no, what's going to happen now? It's not just Liverpool, but I do think, given the way that Liverpool operates, and we know quite well that they've not been able to spend as much on players because they're not in the Champions League, that's, that's fair enough. We know they missed out on Bellingham. Um, I don't care what anyone says, they're definitely worrying for Bellingham and I think they thought they were going to sign him until obviously Liverpool went rubbish and he went, no thanks. Um, and it's very complaining. Um, and I that's why I look at things like, I know that uh, the lad at Benfica, Louise, has been, yeah. Florentino Louise has been mentioned. But I know not every player goes for the release clause, but £105 million, £110 million, pounds, they're not going to be signing in, you know. But again, if they could get that price down to something a bit more reasonable, he might be interested. But again, that he's not someone that's high on the list because he's not. They haven't got time to be messing about. They no. can't be going for players who they just think well, we've got no chance of getting them. They need to start moving now, and I think that's probably 
my own hunch is that that's probably why the Fabinho thing's taken a little bit longer. I think they're using the opportunity to go, well, we'll let you go when we re- we know quite well we're almost certainly going to get not as much one player in, but we know there's two players there we can get and we've got to decide between those two. Mm-hmm. So that's my own individual opinion. I've got no, you know, that, that's just through years and years and years of covering, covering it and knowing the way things work. So that'll be my guess. But Fabinho is going to go. Henderson... Whether he should go is a completely different podcast. We could talk about that for about five hours, I reckon. Uh, my own personal view is no, not really. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it is going to be interesting. But it's a headache that Klopp just could. He just didn't want it, did he? He just no. didn't want it. He just thought, great. Uh, last preseason was difficult because it was all you know condensed and there wasn't a big break. Loads of players got injured. Loads of players were missing. All this, that and the other. And now he's uh, he think oh I've got nearly everybody back together and oh no, look what's happened. So yeah. such is the manager's lot. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed that snippet of my conversation with the brilliant Ian Doyle. Now we spoke about a whole load more topics on top of them as well and they are all available now on redmenplus.com so get over there, get signed up and watch or listen to that show in full and you'll also get our boss other content including the Bobby Doc stuff, journal insights every week, transfer insights all the time and the match day stuff is coming back because the Reds are coming back. Go over there and get it done, take it easy.